welcome to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined by Megan Connolly, who is sporting a hairdo that I can only be described as Spirit Week in high school. I am... Hello, everybody! <laughs> welcome to our show. I am having a hair crisis. Okay, so... so yeah, give us the backstory. You chopped your hair. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I chopped my hair off. Friday uh-huh. morning, it was a decision. <laughs> my She's taking it out hair now. <laughs> girl came to my room in the hotel in Little Rock, Arkansas, and cut my hair. This uh-huh. haircut was inspired by an Instagram filter. Because if you all don't know, there's an app on Instagram where you can not only filter your face and your body and everything else, but you can also filter your hair. Okay, so so you're telling me I do not need to lose the baby weight. I can just filter the baby weight out and exactly, or or I could buck the patriarchy and really lean into the baby weight and say, "Here is my new body." I I think you can just uh, I think you can just filter it out. That's (laughs) that's what I think. I think that's why the filters are there. They're like, hey, ladies, you had it really tough. You had to give birth to this baby. You had to be pregnant for 13 months in your case. And now I'm giving you this filter to make life easier. You don't have to lose weight. Our year of 2022 is hard enough. There's enough going on. You know, we don't need to lose (laughs) weight. Let's filter it out. Honestly, when I see a skinny mirror, I'm like, that's good enough. I'm good to go. (laughs) It's all about the lighting, all about the angles. So I get my hair cut because this Instagram filter that we put on my other hair, my longer hair, looks great. So I'm like, oh, that's going to look great. So we cut it, and every Friday for work, my hair gets professionally done. So, of course, it looked lovely on Friday. Saturday, I went to a wedding. Of course, I slept in the hair and makeup. I did. I slept in the hair. I slept in but the makeup. But the hair looked good on Saturday, too. Yep. Looked great Saturday. Great, so great, great, great. yesterday I go to get my hair colored, and this is the first time. And so the girl blows it out, the whole thing. It looks great. Okay. So this is like day four now into really short hair, Megan, and I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah. And then today I was like, I'm going to put a little makeup on for Megan Fun of Sports, you know, oh. get all glitzed up for Megan and for the listeners. And I go to do my hair, and I realize I have no idea how to do my own hair. So, I am very lukewarm on this haircut. I like it when someone else does it for me, but when Mm -hmm. I have to do it myself, I tried to, you know, I tried to crimp it out today, and turns out we just got a whole heck of a lot of volume. So, I mean, our Um, listeners can't see it, but you can. It's it's a little frightening. Please let this be the clip that they cut for social, because the thing is, like, it's- Look at it! (laughs) It's a great haircut, and I have seen it now professionally done. I love it. I've seen the Instagram. I've also, on our text thread, seen it. But seeing you and what you did, it's really hard to do your own hair. Look oh, at my God. These, it's so these hard. These were bangs at some point, you know? So it's like... <laughs> You leave the hairstylist and you feel great about the way your hair looks. You're like, wow, I'm going to rock this bob. And then I'm like, oh, let me just, you know, fritz it up and style it. And I'm like, oh, God, please and I help do us think, all. I do think society is really against women with short hair. Like, yeah. my my dad will weigh in. I'll get my hair cut and he's like, mm, I like it better with long. It's like, why do you care? <laughs> what, you, what, what dog do you have in this fight of what? And like, yeah, I think men do. Um, or people attracted to women just see long hair and go, that's pretty. You know, like it's <laughs> truly like there could be like a mop on top of their head and they're into it. So short hair take, it's a, it takes a very distinguished palette. Yes. Um, and I think you look really chic with it. <laughs> right <laughs> now, it. right now is a departure from the usual chicness, but it's giving it was giving me Robin Wright Penn in House of Cards. Rest in mm-hmm. peace, I think. Not Robin Wright Penn. I know she's still alive. I mean the show and the other star. Um but the good news for you is you have a job where you're gonna be in glam all the time. Yeah. Um, and so no one has to see me like this except for my husband and he was the one who was like, I don't really know about this haircut. <laughs> for better or for worse. Sorry. I mean, that's a true, like, that was, I remember when I was getting, like, my hair and makeup done for my wedding, and people telling me, like, oh, I freaked out, or da, 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 da. and I remember I got it done, and I was like, okay, good, and, like, they were like, any tweaks, and I was like, I, I like it, it looks good, but then, like, it wasn't as do or die for me, because it's like, I do get to have my hair and makeup done, 
Like, mm-hmm. a, more than a normal gal. So, like, yes. this isn't going to be the last time I'm dressed up. Now, little did I know there would be a global pandemic and I would be locked in my house with my husband. Um, so, I guess I was wrong a little bit, but... Uh, I felt the same way for my wedding. I was like, you know what? I have every Friday, so if I look... Yeah. I didn't really care as much how, how I looked. Obviously, you want to look good. But anyways, welcome to our show. That was a hot start, talking about my hair. I, um, I'm going to be staring at this awful do um, throughout the podcast, so if I'm distracted, that's why. But you all are here to listen to us talk about sports, right? Mm. Yes. Oh, our producer Eddie is back from Hawaii. He was on a family vacation. He did not get engaged. Just had to give you the update there really quick. I can tell that Eddie's rolling his eyes at me. God, I, I hope it, Eddie, I hope it wasn't a situation where you were going to propose and then you heard my weird rules and you decided not to. I was um, actually thinking that when I saw the family trip. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot, Megan okay. talked him out of it. Eddie has confirmed in the chat that he was not going to propose, so I am. I have not ruined another woman's life that I haven't met who I do think is very beautiful. Um, okay, so Megan, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Idiot of the Week? Because I have a spooky Idiot of the Week, if I can. Um, all right, well, that's quite the teaser, so we can start with our Moron of the Week, and then we'll get into Moron the, of know, the Week. <laughs> that's all right. Idiot, Moron, they're all the same thing. I just I, liked the alliteration of I Megan's know, Moron. I know, I should have so. known Moron made sense. Moron of the, I guess <laughs> I'm the Moron of the Week. Um, maternity leave, Moron of the Week, Megan. So there is a a white van on our mm-hmm. street. Already, we have been predisposed to go white van, no windows, you know, like mm-hmm. on the sides. Sp- spooky. Scary. That's like a red flag. And the first time I ever realized what was happening with this, CJ and I had just come home from seeing the new Halloween. So the one that came mm-hmm. out like back in January, um, which was a weird time for a Halloween movie to come out, but. Neither here nor there. And we pull in, and they're sitting in the passenger side of this white van is someone wearing a V for Vendetta mask. Oh, God. At midnight. And it's like, um, I was spooked out of my mind. So we, like, drive around. Cause I'm oh, like, I just want to stop like- you real quick there. Um, were you more, sp- oh, more spooked now because you have baby on the way? This like, was- has that... No, oh, this is pre-baby. No, okay. with anything, I was less spooked because I wasn't high or drunk. And if okay. I had been high or drunk, I would have been like, we're moving. <laughs> Leave all the stuff in the house. <laughs> we're not going back there. But I'm stone sober. We'd just come from, we'd rented a movie theater for CJ's birthday. So, <laughs> who, for the record, CJ's my husband, not my baby. So, we pull in. I'm like, I don't know if that's really what that is. Cause CJ was driving. I'm like, pull around again. I want to, I want to like double check. So we, and it's parked like right in front of our house. So it's like, we're going to have to park our car, get out, walk by it. So we drive around again. CJ's like, Oh my fucking God. Like he saw it. We're both so scared. And at this point it's like, listen, I don't want to be a Karen. I don't want to call the police, but like, <laughs> why is there a man sitting in front of our house in a white van with a V for vendetta mask on? So we drive around a third time. The third time we come around, CJ's like, I think that it's strapped to the head seat of the passenger side. Oh and I'm God. like, why the fuck would someone do that? This is terrifying. And so we park the car. I make CJ get out first, come around to my side and almost like, you know, like Lindsay Lohan, me and paparazzi. Like I'm like <laughs> so scared that he has to like block for me. We like, we both literally sprint inside our house. We get inside and then we're looking at the ring camera. Like we're so scared. We're so scared. And then we go out the next morning and yes, it was the mask is attached to the passenger side. So I kind of have, like, forgotten about it. I've seen it, like, one or two other times, but it was, like, daylight or whatever. We have a friend come over on um, Monday so we can go see Top Gun. So she's watching Little Baby. And she comes in. It's 1030 in the morning. And she goes, why is someone sitting in front of your house in a beaver vendetta mask? And I was like, oh, (gasps) my God. Yes, it's back. And, like, it's so scary. And I can't imagine why someone would do this besides they don't want someone to break into their white van but like it is spooky you know it's like i don't know put but why does that have to be v for vendetta yeah this this person whoever they are they are leaning into the white van stereotype yes 
Which I kind of think is hilarious. They're just I like, think <laughs> it's like their work van. I do not think anything bad is going on. That's what I have to lead myself to believe or I'm going to be paralyzed with fear in my own house. Or maybe there's something really bad and they're like, well, if we just put the V for Vendetta, everyone will think it's a joke and we can cover up the badness that's going on. There's only one way to find out. You got to break into this van. Yeah, CJ was like, I may talk to them. I was like, and say what? <laughs> can you pick a different mask? Like we buy them a Richard Nixon mask and be like, can you just put this one on? So that's my moron, of it, my spooky moron. Wow, yours is yours is good. So this van is back, and you're gonna have to keep us all updated here on, you know, what happens with when CJ confronts this van man. We'll see if he does. I think he's scared. Oh God. Uh, my moron in the week. My moron of the week. I have a few. They mostly all have to do with travel, but the main one is when you're on a plane. I hate when people ask you to switch seats. Okay. Yeah, you texted us about this. Okay. So I was upgraded to first class. As yes, we love that. Am. We do. And Which so is what first you deserve, class, where you belong. Absolutely. So the first class, there's only two seats. There's not three seats, so there's no middle seats. I am a window person, even though we discussed while you're gone that I have to use the bathroom a lot, so I should be an aisle person, but I like the window. No, so I, I'm a window, a window person, person, and I go to the bathroom. We're allowed to go to the bathroom, too. That's what I think, too. So I'm in first class, and this other couple also comes into first class, and they are sitting diagonal across from each other. So the woman is sitting to my left because I'm at the window. And then her husband is like diagonal to her left. So they're close to each other. And I love my window. And I kind of felt like a jerk. But the old man comes up and he says, They're old, me. Megan? Megan, Not they're old, old. Like 65, 60, 65. But like AARP qualifying. Oh, well, they're like my parents' age, maybe Okay, a little but older. they're not like, hello. No, 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 okay. no, no, not that old. So they say, excuse me, could you switch seats so that we could sit next to each other? You bet. Now it's a two-hour flight bitch. to Charlotte. Just two <laughs> hours. I'm like, what, are you going to talk the whole time? Are you going to hold hands? Like, what is this? We're flying on a plane. Do you need to be sitting next to your significant other what on if this it's, plane? What if they both were married to terrible people who they divorced and they finally found love, and this was their big trip to Charlotte? It's a two-hour flight to Charlotte. You can make it. You can make it without sitting next to each other. So I looked up at them and I said, I'm so sorry, no, but I really like my window seat. And they were like, oh, okay. Just sat down. And I could tell they were pissed, but I did not care. Wait, so then did you have to sit next to one of them? Yeah, I sat next to the woman the whole flight. And did you guys share any pleasantries? No, I put my headphones on right away. I had the George yeah. Carlin documentary on. Like, yeah. that's the thing about planes. Like, who, it doesn't matter who you're sitting next to because you're either listening to music, a podcast, reading. Wow. Like, you're not sitting there to chit chat on the plane. So do you I need bet, to sit next to each other? I think it's ridiculous. I bet they got off the plane and talked shit about millennials <laughs> for like four days. I bet there's, I bet at this moment right now, they're talking shit about you. Um, so I will ask people to move. I, I asked someone, um, we were in laydown beds going to Hawaii, and we almost missed the flight because I fucked up the time because I just had a lot on my plate. And this was for our honeymoon. And so we get on the plane, and there's a old man, like, but like mean. You could tell he was, and like, I love old men. But this, yeah, this guy was like 70s, and it was like, he looked like he'd committed some like financial crimes, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of vibe. Like he had a blazer on to fly to <laughs> Hawaii. And so he's like fully, like, legs up like comfy and I get on and I go I am so sorry sir it is our honeymoon do you mind switching with my husband and CJ was like you are the craziest fucking white lady and I'm like what's he gonna do say no to a beautiful interracial couple on their honeymoon I fucking dare you bitch honestly I would have told you no I I was I would, I would have told you no. My husband and I never sit next to each other on flights. Never. Because he's honeymoon. an aisle guy and I'm a window girl. And I think that like your husband. next to each other. <laughs> well, no. He likes the aisle. I like the window. So unless we're in first class, we're not sitting next to each oh, other. Oh, right. And okay. I usually gotcha, get upgraded gotcha. and leave him back in coach. But, um... Yeah, like your husband, my husband's number one complaint about me is that I talk too much. So he's like, you know what? We can have this flight time apart so we can enjoy the vacation. But the man got, so I got moved. I made the man move. Um, And then he was seated next to another older white man. And they just watched terrible news next to each other. And it was like, you're happier with him than you would have been with me. Because I would have been like, CJ, 
CJ, what are you watching? You know, like I would have, I would have probably ruined his flight subconsciously or consciously if he had not allowed us to sit together on our honeymoon. Yep. I would have ruined his flight. Yeah, I know I need to watch it because if I say I'm not moving to someone like you, I'll just make my flight miserable. So I won't be kicking my chair the whole way. I do think like there is something psychologically that when I get in first class, it's like I am going to have whatever I want. You know, like no one's going to tell me, no, not a flight attendant, not the pilot, not a rich man who runs a venture capitalist firm. You know, like I fucking rule to see. So that's my attitude. All right, Eddie, do you have a moron of the week? You just got back from Hawaii. You did some traveling. You always find morons when traveling. I do. And do you want you guys want me to cast the deciding vote of who's right here on the airplane travel? I think I'm probably wrong, okay. but I'm like happy to. You can I'm, cast it. We can put this on Twitter. People can vote on that's it. Not a, I'm curious to hear the thing what people. Is, I don't want any. This is like a do as I say, not as I do. It's like I'm going to do this and I don't want anyone to do this to me. That's, uh, yeah, it's not a bad idea to put it on Twitter. I just think now with the prices of plane tickets and it's like expecting people to do stuff, like they now charge you more for the aisle or the window in certain rows. Like it's insane. And I, I, Megan, I get where you're coming from. Like, like, you know, if you want to sit near somebody, like who cares? At least you can do that. But like the airlines now with the prices is just absolutely insane. But um, anyway, my, my morning of the week is myself for deciding to get back on a plane and come back to the mainland, not just like giving this all yeah. up and staying yeah. on the Hawaiian islands mm-hmm. and becoming like a, a bartender, or like a surf instructor yep. and, uh, you know, get throwing out my laptop, throwing out my phone, just calling it quits. So I, yep. I am the biggest moron. Yeah. Every, I was wondering if you were just going to fake your death. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming very forever. close. It's coming very close to that. The thing is, every like white person that you meet, like that works there, you're like, how long have you lived there? They're like, I moved here eight years ago from Massachusetts. And like, they just are like, <laughs> yeah. I fucking couldn't go back. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't do it. We, and you're like, we, yeah, we, we had a, uh, an instructor for a hike, a tour guide rather. And he moved here from Ohio 16 years ago. Yeah. He was like, I was only going for one year post-college to teach scuba diving and he's like i've been here since since i met somebody he's like i have a kid he's never left uh, the north shore of Kauai, so uh, i, uh, I want to be that guy uh nick from see Ohio. and you are saying nick this and you live in los angeles imagine right. someone from orlando florida would feel going to i know Hawaii. but orlando at least has like i when we were flying back we went um in december and there was a lady going back to philly and i'm like we get to go to la you know, like, yeah, this is vacation so to some people. Orlando's vacation to some people. And we're over here like, we got to get out of here. The palm trees, they're not pretty <laughs> enough. Oh, you're very right. Well, Eddie, we are glad you're back. So yeah. if that helps you at all. Kind of good to be back. Consolation. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we could see you. We do the same thing whether you're in Hawaii or here. Yeah. You know, like, we're on Zoom. Good point. That's a that's a fair point. Uh, I, actually, the, the Wi-Fi is miserable where I was. So I just make them excuse. Like, yeah, I can't do it. No internet. Sorry, guys. Like, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, aloha. That means goodbye, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Megan's sick. telling you to leave. <laughs> I kept doing this. She's, she's like, I we've kept... heard enough of Eddie. <laughs> See you later. Um, CJ okay. said, whenever I do this, it looks like a hate crime. Um, just, I'm too uh, white. My hands Megan are too white. Megan is doing the, um, the, what do we call this? The get loose? The, the hang the, loose? The thumb the, and the pinky up. The, yeah, the thumb and the pinky. There's an emoji <laughs> for that. <laughs> I don't know what this is called. Hang 10? I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, hang 10. That's what I was looking for. All right, the NBA finals are set. It uh, is the yeah. Boston Celtics against the Golden State Warriors. Man, that series was a roller coaster because there weren't a lot of good games. It was just one night the Celtics would win by a lot, the next yeah. night the Heat would win by a lot. So it really was a toss up. I think we all knew Golden State was going to advance. But now that the finals are set, what are you thinking? Um, I think that this is two fan bases that does not need any more wins. Um, Like New England and the Golden State, they're good Mm -hmm. on titles. Um, And, you know, I have a lot of crushes on the Miami Heat. So I was like, I was rooting for the Bucks. Um, And then, like, I was kind of, like, there were just anyone that I was feeling good about at all, like, lose, 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 lose. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of worst case scenario for me. I know that your husband is a Celtics fan and that you were a longtime resident of Boston. So I was hoping you could convince me, because I know I'm going to have to watch these and I'd like to feel like I can be rooting. 
Yeah, so I've been thinking on my sales pitch for the Celtics for you, and I have a couple of options here. Um, First of all, I think this is a really fun team, and I'm going to give you, like, the generic sales pitch, and then I'm going to give you, like, a Megan version of this sales pitch. So most people will say, you know, this is a young, fun, exciting team. You have Jason Tatum, who could inch his way closer to superstar. He's a great player right now, but if he does well in these finals, he is superstar caliber. And then you have Jalen Brown. These two, a lot of people said, are they ever going to work it out together? It looks like they have. You have the old man, Al Horford, coming back. You have Marcus Smart, who plays with Mm -hmm. his heart and soul. So that's like the generic pitch. Like, oh, you got to cheer for these Celtics. Um, And then obviously the Warriors, it's like Clay's return stuff. So I And and they're minus minus, um, Durant. So it is yes. sort of like a we can do it even though they've already done it like without yes. him but you know you know what I'm saying um so here's my real pitch for you that I think you're gonna like so Ime Adoka who yes. is the Celtics head coach Nia Long's is, boyfriend is yes that's exactly yes. what I was going to tell and you and I want Nia to be they're happy. engaged uh-huh. 100%. and engaged they've been now. together okay. for 10 years I believe and they have a child together okay okay Okay. Yes. I mean, Big Mama's House is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Um, so I do want Nia to be happy. Um, yeah, and I was kind of shocked to hear that they were together because Ime Adoka wasn't someone I really heard much about until he got the head coaching job with the Celtics. Yeah. You know, and I do think um, Jalen Brown is hot. I yeah, know he's, 20, he's, he's 25. Smart. So, he's, oh, he's smart, too. I mean, he went okay. to Cal. He's okay. big... Um, He's a big activist. He's okay. a great speaker. We like we like Jalen Brown a lot. Robert Williams, he's their center. I love him. And I think you will too. His nickname is Time Lord. And the reason his nickname is Time Lord is because shortly after he got drafted, he overslept a conference call with the media. And he missed a flight the next week to one of their practices. And oh, then dear. the media got all mad and outraged. So they started calling him Time Lord. And so that's just kind of stuck. And it's been his nickname. But it's like a lovable nickname. Like people now laugh about the fact that he's Time Lord. I do like Marcus Smart's green hair. Yeah, You know, like, there are some things. There are some things. I do... I I would rather the Celtics win than the Warriors. I Derek White that. just had a baby. He had a baby, like, okay. three weeks ago, so you have a lot in common with him. Who's the funny little white boy that went to Oregon? That's Peyton Pritchard. He's funny to me. And yeah. like, like a... You're in the NBA? <laughs> okay. When, <laughs> when I was listening... When I was preparing to give you this pitch, I actually stumbled upon a podcast that was Peyton Pritchard's mom talking <laughs> about, like... <laughs> Because I was like, I got to pitch Megan on the Celtics. So and was, she like, was a guest, or this is like her own weekly podcast? Oh, no, she was a guest on the podcast. Um, so okay, both great. she and her husband are former Division One athletes, and then Sick. their daughter plays basketball at Santa Clara, and then Peyton's with the Celtics. So, I mean, Amazing. pretty athletic family. Not so bad. They call him Pei-Pei, which is, you know, it's kind of cool. I also think you need to know this about Al Horford. His sister, Anna Horford, yeah. she, like, attacks everybody on Twitter that talks shit about Al. I saw her on Twitter celebrating, and mm-hmm. I do, and I do like Al. Al is um, an elder statesman, and I and I would like to see. I I have to ask you honestly: Do you think the Celtics have a chance? Oh, okay. My, hus- my husband's right over there. Oh, okay. So yeah, they have a chance. They're definitely. Um, I mean, I think this one goes seven, seven. games. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think. I, I think it happened. I think the Warriors are the better team in all seriousness, but um, it's going to come down to who makes the most three-pointers, right? Which some older NBA fans hate. I know you love when they get in the paint and they they box it out, but it's really going to come down to Marcus Smart and um, Steph Curry because Marcus Smart is going to be defending him, defensive player of the year, Steph Curry. And, you know, obviously he wants to get his playoff MVP thing going. That's what a lot of people are saying he needs to do to become – Elite, which I don't know. I think we can all agree Steph Curry is one of the best players of all time. Yeah, he's the so. greatest shooter of all time. Yeah, and but a lot of people are like, but he's never had the MVP. Yeah, okay. Um, I think he could have. I think there's some seasons he could have. And then you got to remember Tatum, and I don't. we talk about this every show, his son Deuce. So how can you not love that? Deuce is really funny, um, and Deuce looks just like him. And so it is funny to see just a little shrunk-down version of him dapping people up in He's the... also so tall. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a basketball player. <sighs> he's like three, but looks seven because I he's know. so tall. Well, I am sending good luck to your household. Thank um, you. And 
I would love for it to go seven games. I know well, the, my husband would love that. The good news is on this show, Eddie and I gave out, I think the week before you came back, Tatum was plus either 550 or 600 for um, NBA Finals MVP. And we both got in on it. And now it's like if the Celtics win, you would think that Tatum would be MVP. So we gave out a good pick there. Okay, amazing. And you yeah. put money on it too? I did. I got in a little late. I think I got in a couple days late at like plus five or plus 450. Okay, um, and Eddie's saying so it's now plus 175. So you guys yes. were absolutely ahead of the curve. We were. Um, I do want to mention quickly out of the NFL news, it is looking like there is going to be a 23rd and 24th civil suit brought against Deshaun Watson. Now a 24th. Yes, 23rd and 24th. So the 23rd came yesterday, and then the 24th, and these have all come after the HBO Real Sports segment came out with Brian Kumpel. Yes. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. So I watched it this morning, and I was horrified. (gasps) Absolutely horrified. Um, I don't know how someone plays after this, let alone has paid all the money that he's guaranteed, but he's guaranteed the money, so he's going to get it. I don't know what happens. This will be, I don't know if interesting is a word. It will be fascinating to see what the league does and how they handle this. But man, there's a lot of stuff there. I definitely do want to watch it. I I have to watch all of my television now with a baby. Um, And so, not that I think he knows (laughs) what it is, (laughs) but there's just some things that I'm like, while I hold you, you know, Bravo hits a little better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's the rumor is that he's going to face a year long suspension. Um, as I'm guessing, um, the listeners know his deal was structured, so that will be the least of his financial worries because I believe he's only set to make a million dollars. Um, people also think that's why the Browns have not released Baker Mayfield. I don't know how Baker Mayfield would stay on that team and play for them. I guess if he's like, there's no better option for me, but like dog get out of there. Um, and no, but the thing is Baker's under contract and no one really yeah, wants him. So he might have I no know. choice. Ugh, it just seems brutal. Um, and I, I know that the Browns have said that they did their due due diligence. I can't even stumble through what a load of shit it is. I don't know how someone could um, see what these survivors have said and think that that's true. So, yeah, the thing about the Browns is if the Browns didn't sign them, thirteen other teams would have signed them. I think that's how many were interesting. What really gets me is the guaranteed money. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are we doing? You know? Yeah. But do you think the we'll Browns see- have watched the real sports? Their legal team had to, right? Yeah. I wonder I if they know. got like a cut early. Like I just like, I you know we know how show business works a little bit. It's like, when did those interviews like? Did they see it before the public did? Are 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 they being asked about it? I'm sure they are. It's OTAs right now, so media is around. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, a really sad, unfortunate, and kind of disgusting situation. It's really disgusting. Everything about it is gross um i don't know should we take a break break. we'll take a break we'll take a break (laughs) see then we're back and that's what you have to sometimes you just gotta chase gotta take a break hit a little time out you know yeah um megan i know that i texted you this i have been obsessed with this drama regarding fantasy football and the repercussions it's now having in major league baseball Um, i love how dated these are but they still come up in conversation so jock peterson former white Sox player so Mm -hmm. i'm sure and dodger right yes i believe believe, yes i believe he's been uh both of the teams we root for um an interview came out with him last week because he was bitch slapped (laughs) is that the correct (laughs) term 2022 the year of men slapping each other (laughs) and i'm here for it um he was bitch slapped by Tommy Pham, a, and it turns out, um, according to the interview that Jock gave after the incident, that this all boils down to a dispute in a 
fantasy football league where um, Tommy accused Jock of misusing the injured reserve slot. Yes. Now. He called him a cheater. Yes. In front of the whole league. mm -hmm. Now, former MVP and, like, beloved Mike Trout is being dragged into it because he is... He was the commissioner of this fantasy football league, and Tommy Pham is calling him the worst fantasy football commissioner there ever was. So we laugh, but apparently Jacques, not Jacques, um, Tommy Pham has a lot. This is a high stakes league. This isn't just a fun, you know, $100 buy-in league or $10 buy-in, $20 buy-in, what what have you. This is a legit serious money they're rich they're rich and apparently fan is a big time gambler like plays big time big buy-in tables in vegas and all of the other but you always have one person in your league who just takes takes it a little bit too serious and everyone else is like dude come on right and then you have one person in the league who has a team but they're not updating it and they're not inserting players in when someone's injured they're not taking an account for the bye week and both people make me angry for very different reasons and i think what we have here is a case of two of those characters when i saw the jock peterson interview i honestly was like oh this is satire i truly was like this is a veep character this is so insane and he is treating it so seriously and like i know you're saying it's like big money but it's like mike trout makes like 300 million dollars a day you know like they make so they all make so much money baseball is these these guys at the top are flush with cash okay so the the level i mean and cj was showing me the clip and i was like oh i've seen it and then i was like oh my god i forgot that it's like four minutes long like it's not even like you know we had an issue and this is what boiled down to like he gets into like the nitty gritty of like the logistics and like the text messages and who said what about the teams that they're on. I it's I don't like I honestly think this could be one of those like Florida man headlines that's like <laughs> man shoots other man in leg over um, fantasy football. Like if this is going to be what big. I have to go to jury duty for. <laughs> yes. Wait, give no. us the jury duty update. I will give you the jury duty update. Okay. But one more thing about fam that makes me laugh very hard. He serves his suspension. He comes back, he meets the media and he's like, I just have one more thing to say about this. Mike Trout is the worst commissioner yes. ever. It's like, I'm still not over this. And I want you all to know I'm not over this. Who would you rather in your fantasy football league? They asked this on extra points yesterday. Do you, would you rather fam or you rather jock? Fam. Fam. You want yeah. someone who's overly competitive in the league? Yeah, um, because I don't know, just like seeing Jock do that interview, um, I was like, your energy seems really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was feeling. That's what I was feeling. Yeah, and I think Mike Trout as commissioner, um, that's a tough spot to be in. He doesn't seem like the most confrontational guy, so maybe he's not the right commissioner. And in Fam's defense, he said that they, that no one wanted to be commissioner, that they made Trout be commissioner. I wonder if they were like, you make the most money, you're the best one. (laughs) Like, how did, (laughs) like, how did you make the most successful one be the commissioner? Um, So they were like, it's kind of on us for forcing him to be the commissioner. So he said, you're the worst, but I blame us, too. Oh, I love it. This makes me so excited for fantasy football, which, by the way, we need to have an extra points league. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so right now the French Open is happening. I know, I think you know that I'm a huge tennis fan. Yes. Um, and, and this has kicked you off. You used to like, play tennis. Yes, yeah, and like, yes. hopefully we'll get back. Um, it's a lifelong sport. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so my friend is taking tennis lessons and they have dinner and drinks after. And she said the instructor, I was like, let me know if the instructor's hot. Because CJ has a former landlord who left her husband for her tennis instructor. Wow. Yeah. One of these LA ladies, these LA ladies drive me nuts, that like dress like they are a little house on the prairie teacher and then get into like an $80,000 Range Rover. And it's like, what the fuck's going on, lady? Go f- go have sex with your tennis instructor. <laughs> That's uh, probably what You know, doing. it's like, if you're going to be a cliche, at least have better clothes. Um, and I know the clothes are expensive, but it's like, why are we wearing an Amish dress? We know you're fucking, okay? So... 
that was a I who knows where that I did not tennis get a lot of sleep. we're here the I did French not Open get a lot of sleep. <laughs> so the French Open is underway um and do you think they're um, all fucking hope- each other um no I bet they're all staying away from Djokovic they're like <laughs> we ain't trying to get the cocoa before Wimbledon so um Coco Goff is into her first semifinal. She's a young American, amazing. She had to defeat Sloane Stevens, who is also an American I love. But um, there was a very interesting story. A teen female tennis player, I know I'm going to mess up her name, uh, Zhang Zinwen, basically blamed playing bad on menstrual cramps, which I think is an extremely valid reason to not perform well. Um, and so I think it may be, it, I mean, it's, it, it made headlines because she was like honest about it, but I have to imagine people have succumbed to this in, in other sports. Also Wimbledon, you got to wear all white. Can you imagine the stress of that? Oh, um, God. So I love that she openly spoke about it because we, we as female athletes know that this is something that comes up from yeah. time to time and impacts you. I know it's impacted me with my running before, but you can never just go out and say why you're not feeling well. So I love this girl. Thank you so much for normalizing periods. They are normal and people get them every month. Yeah, she said, it's just girl things, you know. The first day is always so tough and then I have to do sport and I always have so much pain in the first day and I couldn't go against my nature. Ugh. And then she said, I wish I could be a man on court, but I cannot in that moment. I really wish I can be a man so they don't have to suffer from this. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she's talking about first day, too. I think, like, our our listeners have already turned off. Um, but it's like, first, I can't, first day is tough. Like, you have, um, you have really bad pain, um, a heavy flow. Um, you may be having an emotional swing. It, I think what she's saying is, listen, if I had made it through the next round, I'd be on third day and I would have won. <laughs> Heck she's yeah. like, it fell think, on a bad day. Yeah. And she's like, you know, men, sometimes you get diarrhea. Well, this is 10 times worse. And I agree with her. So wait, what, what's her name again? Uh, Zhang Zinwen. <laughs> I don't want to. That was my attempt. We love her. We love her. That was my attempt. Honestly, I I was, and I know we're going to talk about it next week, but I saw Top Gun on Monday and it's amazing. And I know you and Eddie will both see it. You're going to love it. But um, during the fighter, like during, you know, the like action sequences and there's Mach 10 and doing all this crazy shit. And it's really like, oh my God, how does our body do this? And I was sitting there going, my labor was crazier than this. (laughs) You're just like... Listen, this is incredible. Maverick, I love you. Like, thank you for defending whatever you're defending. But, like, my body ripped open. And, like, Mach 10, I'm just seeing your face shake a lot. So, women are extraordinary. Women rule. Let's go. All right, speaking of um, people ruling, we have a special segment about my favorite person in the whole wide world, Mr. Tom Brady. Oh, my God. And just for a split second yesterday, everyone... I liked Tom Brady again, just for one split second. I, we were talking about women's sports, you know, supporting women last night, WNBA game, Las Vegas Sparks and who they're playing the Connecticut Sun. The Las Vegas Aces. Aces. Sorry. Why did I say Sparks? Who's the Sparks Because they're the LA team. LA. Oh, LA. And the logo is similar. I know. Okay. I know. So here I am. And they're a brand new team. They're a brand new team. I didn't mean to mansplain to you. No, that's okay. Here I am trying to um, support women's sports and I get one of the teams wrong. So, you know, we'll all be better from here. But who's sitting courtside at this Las Vegas game? Mr. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's getting, and he's getting ready for they call it the match. Yes. It's like match. him but and Aaron he could have done anything in Vegas. Josh like Allen Brady. and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, we got to get to him in a second, too. But um, Brady could have been doing anything that night. And the fact that he went to a WNBA game, I, I, was, I was happy about it. Oh, yeah, I was happy to see it. Um, a player for the Aces, like, loves Tom Brady and was like, oh, my God, this was, like, she said it was a dream come true. Um, I will say, I hope we get to a point, though, where it's not a celebration for people to go to WNBA games, though. You know, like, I hope it's just like, oh, it's like when you see Aaron Donald courtside at a Lakers game. Like, yes, I, and I, and but I know it has that, to start somewhere. And of so course. This is where it yes. starts. No, and I, and I love it. And obviously Kobe was a huge, um, 
WNBA and supporter of women's basketball. And yeah, the, the, there, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fucking fun, Tom. Um, and the games are fast. You know, I'm sure he went out and still had a nice, I was going to say steak dinner, but I bet he doesn't eat steak. No, I don't think he does. So and he, he also went goes to bed pretty early. So Okay, maybe. so maybe he just went home. Um, Add some but, avocado ice cream. Yeah, if it was anyone else, they would have, you know, gone to Mastro's, had a steak, and still been able to have a night out. But, um, yeah, I was happy to see him, and he, and he looks good. Also, one of the girls on the Connecticut Sun, I covered her when she was in college at Marquette, which was really weird. I was like, hey, I know her. Natisha Hardiman. Go, girl. Yeah, let's go. Okay, you said you wanted to talk about... So, okay, so Megan was um, not angry at Tom Brady for one second, which reminded me that I had a dream that both of them were in last week. I've been having crazy dreams. So Tom was in my dream. He wanted to talk to me about a man I know that I know he does not know, but in the dream he did and then i he was like telling me like how secure he is in his um marriage with giselle and right that moment you came up <gasps> from behind and wrapped your arms around him and he what? goes megan yes and i was like oh yeah so secure with giselle and that was what happened i don't wow. know <laughs> i don't know that's a cliffhanger ending too yeah because mm-hmm. then I in my dream, what happened in dream we were at like an outdoor fair we were at like an outdoor festival of some kind mm-hmm. and I went I was like I can't be a part of this and so I went and then I was um drinking at a stand so like the dream didn't end there I just said I have to leave them be wow you know I have I've changed my tune so much on Tom Brady like the thought of that I'm like ugh, what a fraud he's so gross well, in my dream, you cozied right on up to him. And what's weird, in the dream I'd asked him before, I go, do you know, and I used your <laughs> I used your work name now, and he was like, yeah. mm, I don't think so. And then I said, your married name and your maiden name. And he played it like he didn't know. And so, no, then, when you wrapped, know so then when you wrapped your arms around him and he was like, Megan, I was like, what a liar. Like, it I was, was like layered. I'm trying to be careful on my Brady hate because he got this gig at Fox now to, you know, take over as soon as he's done playing and make millions and millions of dollars. And out of all the networks and the, the people who make decisions at networks, I would think the people in the, the Fox talent network know me best, yeah. maybe like me so best because I'm on Fox every week. So I'm trying to be careful and trying to do some ga- damage control here in case Tom Brady and I ever work together. Um, I still don't really like him, but I'm going to pretend like I do, so... Tompa, love you. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, he's having another baby. I mean, this was quick, quick turnaround. Yeah. Brittany was a little quiet this offseason. We haven't heard much from her. Well, and she's turned been out planning it, a wedding. Reason. Yeah, yeah, planning they, a wedding and knocked up. So do you think this is honeymoon baby? No, they wouldn't announce it already. They literally just got married. Hmm, she was probably I, pregnant at the wedding. Ugh, what a night. There, I to be in your first trimester at a wedding would be so terrible. I was like, I couldn't get out of bed. So I guess I have to give it to Brittany on that. Um, and do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Or it just said like she's like the little girl's becoming a big sister. Um, yeah, and you know it's so funny because people are always like, get out of it. You know, all the memes are like, save yourself while you can. And it's like, listen, he's only solidified you want to talk about long-term guaranteed deal that's what Brittany Mahomes has gotten this offseason married and a second baby she gonna be tiktoking for the rest of her life oh yeah she is and her body snapped back so well after the first one man she's... come on right well, that that no fuck her maybe she's just using the filter maybe she's, she's using, using the, the filter. filter I mean we all saw the difference with the hair filter um on what it what it actually looks like my little afro going on right now listen you put me in a dress with an empire waist and people will think maybe I snap back too which brings us to our final topic of the day a passion of mine and Megan's Taco Bell Yes. Okay, so Megan was recently in Chicago and she was on a search for a Taco Bell. And I don't know if people that don't live in cities know that sometimes there can be, I know food deserts are equated to like when there's not healthy food mm-hmm. in, in neighborhoods that are in need of it. A food desert, I feel like, can also refer to, like, why is there not a McDonald's for 17 miles? Well, I was driving from Chicago to Grand Rapids, Michigan. There should be 27 Taco Bells. 
there were not a lot of Taco Bells. Unacceptable. We got off the highway three times and struck out three times. There was a Taco Bell there. The Taco Bell was closed, but online it advertised that they were open. So it was very stressful. And Taco Bell needs to be open until at least midnight. And we got to the point where after the third one, we are like, maybe we should just eat something else. No. Nope. We were so determined to get Taco Bell that we yep. drove way out of our way. To Good for one. you. Um, so as she was going on this journey, it led me to ask her what her order was at Taco Bell. Now, I Taco Bell is my number one favorite fast food. Mine too. Um, so, and like, there's so many variations, but everything's kind of the same too. But I do think ordering there is the most, like I'm the most interested in what people order there. Maybe because it's my favorite and because they just do wild shit. So we wanted to end today's episode by giving you what our Taco Bell order is. Now, Megan, before you give me yours, how long has this been your order? I think this has been my order for probably since sophomore year of high school. Wow. Okay. So you, yeah. you're writing strong with this over 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I will switch it up every now and then, but if I know what I really want and what's going to really make me happy, that's what I'm going to get. So I'm okay. like this with a lot of things. Like whenever I go get ice cream, I'll always like sample the other flavors as you're going mm-hmm. to like not a soft serve place, but I, no matter what, I always end up getting cookies and cream because I know it's the best. Cookies I'll try a little bit of this caramel thing. Chocolate I'll chip try cookie a little, dough. Yeah, I'll try a little pistachio. I get the little sample on the little spoon, and I always think to myself, maybe this is the day. Maybe mm-hmm. this is the different the day that I zig instead of zag. Um, but no, I always go back to what I know and love, which is wow. cookies and cream, and I do the same with my Taco Bell order. So my Taco Bell order is a chicken chalupa, and then I always get chips and cheese on the side. Just one chicken chalupa and chips and cheese. Oh, no, like two, sometimes okay, three. Okay, okay. Wow, the chips and the cheese. Okay. That yeah. is, see, and and now I know, it's like, we know each other pretty well at this point. We've been talking, um, you know, getting to know each other on kind of, we're kind of in a long-distance relationship at this point. We um, we're It's kind of like catfish, you know, <laughs> um, where it's like, am I going to be real or am I just underneath this a V for Vendetta mask? Um, if you met me today with my hair in person, you would be like, wow, I was definitely catfished. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go, you know what, I, I'd go, you know what, now I get why she's a White Sox fan. <laughs> you feel more White Sox to me today. Okay, so my order, very, it varies. And some of that is menu change. Um, I used to love this thing called a chili cheese burrito. And they do not have it anymore. And it's like, I know you have the meat and the cheese. Can you just, but I do not, I, I do not act like I'm in first class. I, what Taco Bell tells me to do, I do. Okay, so I am not going in there and saying I am the boss of the Taco Bell they put the menu up and I say, I will pick from this. I, I got really into the Crunchwrap Supremes. I'm Good to go. That whole thing. I mean, like in college, I, there would be weekends where I was like, I have to get a Crunchwrap Supreme every night before I come home. Um, my mother-in-law makes amazing, like, like gourmet, you know, I mean, and it's not even gourmet. It's just not Taco Bell ingredients of the Crunchwrap Supreme. And it's so good that it's kind of spoiled me for the Taco Bell one. What I've been into recently is the cheesy gordita crunch. Um, so delicious, but a classic too. I love that. It's probably been my number one as of late is just a soft taco Supreme, which the Supreme is just the sour cream. Oh, it's so good. I do like that they consider sour cream supreme because sour cream makes everything better. I can eat all the the thing. And you're like, this is better. And I also, I ride hard. So you're a chips and cheese. I go, I go real supreme. I get a nachos bel grande. I fucking love a nachos bel grande. And there used to be something called a nachos supreme, which was just a smaller version of the nachos bel grande. They have since taken it off the menu. Have you tried the Mexican pizza? Um, so I used to have the Mexican pizza all the time as a kid. And then remember when we were, you would have been younger than me. So you may not remember There was a time in our childhood, early teens where a bunch of people died from green onions or like chives. Yeah. A bunch of people died in Indiana. And so, and it wasn't at a Taco Bell, but I just was like, oh, I'm scared. I'm going to die. But now that it's back, I definitely do want it. That was, um, what my mom would get. And so now she's very, very happy it's back. 
So when we went last time, I considered switching it up because it's back. And But then we were eat, eating in a car, and I figured Mexican yeah. pizza is not as easy to eat in the car, whereas the chalumpa, it's much easier. I also just love the chalumpa shell. And you're saying chalumpa with like a M. Is it chalupa? Yeah. Okay, I, didn't well. realize, I didn't realize you were saying chalumpa. 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 <laughs> it's like oompa loompa. Okay, Eddie's weighing in with his. Thank you so much, Eddie. Um, one Crunchwrap Supreme. Yes, okay, we connect. One Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Okay, I'm smelling a match. And a chalupa, a beef chalupa. Mm. Wow. So I a think beef. between the three of us, we've got like a lot of menu items covered. This is a match made in heaven. Yeah. Oh, God. I I honestly might have to get Taco Bell tonight for <laughs> having this conversation. I think you deserve it. We get it a lot on the road because sometimes there are late nights and nothing's open. So that's what we do. Um, Before we go really quickly, if you haven't seen it yet, Jimmy Garoppolo posted on Instagram this week. He doesn't post often, but when he does, he looks very good. So check that one out. It it stopped me in my tracks yesterday. I know that's for sure. Uh, Megan, anything else before we tell our listeners goodbye? I do have to say that. Jimmy's Subway commercial doesn't really make sense to me because um, he's like, just like my grandma's home cooking. And then like an Italian grandma's that is supposed to be her, his is like, I don't ever cook. And I'm like, does Jimmy have CTE? Like, what does he think is <laughs> happening, man? This seems, and I'd just like to give it up for Subway. There is not an athlete that is not in a commercial right now for them. They literally every single athlete that you could name is in a Subway commercial. Not one of them is taking a bite of a Subway sandwich, but they're spending the cash. So top of mind from the Jimmy G. Megan, how uh, about you? Anything anything to add? Anything to add? Um, no, I, I think I think we, we, we got it good there. Brittany Griner's still detained, so oh, sending God. our wishes to her, and the hopefully fuck. they can figure this out soon. I think... I think that's all we got. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. Please check us out on social media at Extra Points. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Money Grab podcast, the Money Grab podcast, that too. And we will see you next week. Bye, Chalumpas.